Yo, what's going on, boys? It's your boy Cole, and today, outside the box, week eleven podcast, joined by Joe. What's going on, Joe? What's up? So we're just gonna get straight into it, but before we do, I'm gonna bring up my record. So last week I went seven and seven, not the best week, not one of my better ones, but my record I still think is pretty good. Eighty nine, fifty eight, and one. Uh, this week there's fourteen games. I'm looking to go eleven and three. I want to get to a hundred wins this week. That'd be the goal, hundred and sixty one, and whatever. That'd be my record. Unlock a week record through ten weeks. I'm seven and three, which seventy percent of those are correct. So that's that's pretty good. Uh, we already had the Thursday night game. I had the Seahawks one in that one, so I'm gonna count that one already to my record. Uh, but get into our, our noon games for Sunday. Starting off with my shit fest of the week, getting right into it. Steelers against the Jaguars. My prediction: I have the Steelers winning this forty-three to fourteen. Uh, not gonna be close. The Jaguars suck. I don't. Do you know uh, if Minshew's starting or not? I believe uh, Jake Luton's starting again. Is Minshew still hurt, or do they just think Luton's the guy, or what? I think Minshew's still hurt because, I mean, Luton's been struggling. I'll check right now. The Steelers' perfect regular season is getting closer and closer. I don't think it happens. You still got to play Baltimore. I like Baltimore's offense. Even though I have them losing this week against Tennessee, I'll get into that later. But I still think they're a good team. They're going to do well to close out the year. Because they're a run-heavy offense, and generally running teams do well to end off the year. We saw that with Titans last season. Absolutely incredible second half. Derrick Henry and the defense and all that. Uh, so I think the Ravens are going to be uh, have a high chance of beating the Steelers. Do they really play anyone else that's good? Do they play Miami, maybe? Who? Uh, Jags? Yeah. No, Steelers. The Steelers, Steelers they like, got... play... do they play any notable teams that could beat them? Yeah, they got uh, Colts. Bills, uh, Ravens, and Bengals, but uh, you never know with the Bengals. I mean, not. I, I mean, Browns. I think the Ravens have probably have the best shot at that, or the Bills. Yeah, nice yeah. Thanksgiving night but game, they, right there. If the Jags want to keep it close, they need to attack the weak Pittsburgh secondary. The Pittsburgh secondary, they have Minka, and that's about it. Joe Hayden is he the cornerback one? Yeah, pretty decent this year. Uh, yeah. Probably best year yet. But is there anyone else really? Uh, not safety. Yeah, we 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 sell them the line and uh, like the secondary is the pathetic part. So that's exactly why like... yeah. So if the Jags just want to keep it close, similarly how they did to uh, the Packers game. They need to attack the weak spot on that defense, and I'd say it's the secondary. So DJ Chark, Keelan Cole, all those guys, you got to send them deep. You got to throw it. Jake Lutton, let him, let him, let him cook. Let Jake cook, and uh, you might win. But I still think you're going to lose by 29 points. Sorry, Jacksonville fans. Who do you got for this game, Joe? Yeah, I got Steelers winning this game 35-13. I do have this as my shit fest of the week. Um, just Steelers lose this game. It's not the end of the world, but it's pathetic. So, yeah. They they have like, a really, really good chance of going 10-0. If the, Steelers, if the Steelers were playing the Chiefs, like, and they lose, they're like, oh, the undefeated season's over. But, like, yeah, the Chiefs, it's a good team. Usually the Jaguars, like – you said it's not, like, end of the world. It could be. That could bring the confidence of the team so low that, like, I don't know, yeah. maybe they collapse or something. 97. Yeah. Uh, getting into the next game, we got the Lions and the Panthers. I have the Lions taking this one 27-21. Uh, I wrote DeAndre Swift is my daddy, but DeAndre Swift is sitting on the bench. So, uh, <laughs> not my daddy anymore. But uh, I still think no, no – I wrote no CMC equals no win. I think as long as he's out, the Carolina offense is really going to struggle. 
Obviously, the wide receiver play has been pretty good. I'd say Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. But you need a strong run game. And Mike Davis is just not good. He had a couple good games. The guy has put up 8.5 fantasy points like three weeks in a row. Like, exactly. It's crazy. Exactly 8.5. And then I put Kenny Galladay is also very good at football. But I think his ass is out too. Yep. So I think the Panthers could win. A lot of both injury-stricken stricken teams. Uh, so, But I don't know. I still think Adrian Peterson and Ann Johnson, that's, they're still going to get the job done. Obviously, the running back committee in Detroit. Uh, I still think Johnson and Peterson are better than Davis. And then I'd say the Detroit defense isn't very good, but I still think it's better than the Carolina defense. So I st- I'm still going with Detroit, even though all injuries. Yeah, I also took Detroit this game, too. Um, It's a really big game for them, actually. They win this game. They are tied with the Bears for second. Same with the Vikings. We could have a three-way tie for second in the NFC North. I feel like the Lions are hot at the right time. I feel like they could get things done. Possibly, I don't think get a playoff spot, but it's a good start for them going into next year. I have the Lions win this game. They're facing the Panthers. I have them winning 27-24, another close game. Prager will have a 42-yard <clears throat> field goal for the win. 42 yards, you heard it here for here. You heard it here first. Is it 42 and a half or just 42? 42 from the right hash. I like it. So he's going to go back to back weeks, kicking game winners. I believe so. That, that'd be pretty cool. That, that was a good one against the, the football team last week. 16 yeah. seconds left to drive down the field and they got it. Yeah, I was insane. Man, Stafford comes up clutch, man. I'm telling you, I I'm not. I used to be a big Stafford. Well, this fan. game could be. This game could be close though, because Stafford might not play this week. Chase Daniel might get the start. Really? Yeah. Another injury for Detroit. Wow. That would be big. But, yeah, but it would be a battle of the backups because Teddy B's also out. Really? Who's yeah, starting? PJ oh. Walker. PJ Walker. Oh my God, that guy's like my favorite player. <laughs> Might have to pick him up for fantasy. Fuck you, Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> I play Petey. It doesn't matter. But, yeah, I think you brought up a good point. When me and you and whoever else wants to do it, when we're covering the NFL draft in a few months, when we do that, um, yeah. I think Detroit's going to be a big kind of team that we're going to be looking at because I think they're just going to miss out on the playoffs, but we're just going to have to see what addition they make to get over that, that hump and make it into the wild card spot or maybe even win the division. But I still don't think that's a high chance. So I don't think this year's the year, but the, the next year's draft in the offseason really going to play a big part. We need to get the marshmallow Matt Patricia out of there. Maybe sign Matt Nagy. Maybe you could sign, I don't know, who got – Dan Quinn? Uh, that I, I mean, that could be a good – but, like, the slow yeah, start, I don't, I I don't even like – I don't even think he's that. I think Nagy's going to go to Houston, but I don't even think that's that bad. Dan Quinn. He's yeah, not a – the Falcons had some winning years. I don't think Doug Marone will get a job, so. Heck, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Are there any coordinators? I mean, McDaniels is in the conversation. Todd Bowles. Uh, yeah. Uh, the oh, Chiefs. the defensive coordinator for the Chiefs. Yeah, he just got an extension, though, so that's why it's like oh. – hmm. All right, getting to the next game. Speaking of the Texans, you got the Texans against the Patriots. I just want to be in kind of a shit fest. We're going to call it a poop fest. Uh, I have the Patriots winning 20 to 13. It's going to be a game fought in the trenches. I think the Pats are going to come out on top. Bill Pelagic's been in this situation before. He had an interim head coach in Houston. 
Uh, I, I like the Patriots in this game. Uh, the New England run game is the best that has been the best in the league, maybe other than Baltimore and maybe Tennessee are com- the competitors. But I think Texans need to trade J.J. Watt next season. Uh, obviously, the trade deadline's over. And uh, they need picks, obviously. Maybe they start a rebuild. I still think Deshaun Watson's the guy there. Or maybe they get a receiver. I was going to say, but Juju's a free agent at the end of the year. I said maybe they could, because, you know, J.J. Watt wants to go team up with his brothers in Pittsburgh. Uh, but I think Houston needs more offensive threats, maybe a superstar running back or something. But J.J. Watt's got a couple more seasons left in him. I think you got to trade him away while while he's in his prime, at the end of his prime, and uh, you need to get some sort of offensive help. So I got the Patriots winning. Yeah, I also have the Patriots winning. They're really hot right now. Just came off a big win against the Ravens last week, upset of the week. Um, Got it right, too, baby. Yeah. That was Chig's lock of the week. Yeah, I know. Right? Well, because just they, they're coming off a hot – I mean – if they lose this game, I'll actually be really surprised, especially because like things are flowing over there. They're gonna be. It's gonna be. That's the gonna Texans be are, the Texans are two and six, and their only two wins have been against Jacksonville, both exactly. of them. And both like go like that division's also gonna be close at the end because at the end of this week they could be five and five. Dolphins could be seven and three. Bills Bills are on bye, so it could be another close one down in the division over there. That was a good point you brought up. Uh, the Dolphins maybe taking the division. I actually brought that up in when we get into that game. Yeah, they got the but, uh, get, this week, so it could happen. Getting to the next one, we got the Titans versus the Ravens. This is going to be my game of the week. I had the Titans winning 35-27, so it's going to be a one-possession game. Uh, I think a double-digit week number, so we're in week 11, we're in the double digits, is when Derrick Henry goes sicko mode. It happens every season. We've seen it since 2017 or 2018. Uh, I think the Ravens are sadly going to continue their losing streak. But, again, I still think they're a very good team. I just think they they're kind of had a bump in the road. It happens to every team at some point. So I think it's better to get it done uh, out of the way now than to get it later in the season, kind of like we saw last year in the playoffs against the same Titans team. Uh, so I think it's, we're going to see the same result from last year's uh, division round. Or was it with the wild card? Not one of the two. I think it was the division. Yeah, it was the division. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Patriots and Titans were the wild card. Yep. Uh, but this game, I got the Titans taking this game. I don't really see it as an upset because uh, they're also 6-3, and three and Ravens have been struggling lately. I feel like their struggles will continue. I feel like the Titans will take this game 35-24. Uh, Lamar does well, though. I say he passes for three touchdowns, doesn't throw a pick. I feel like it's just the struggles overall. That I think they need to develop J.K. Dobbins more. If that guy can become a stud, yeah. that'd be – Especially if you put him at like Big the receiving back too, that's like maybe they draft a quick. Uh, uh, fuck, what's his name? Trent Holland. Yeah, going into Indiana <laughs> this year as a freshman. Getting into our next game, we got the Eagles versus the Browns. I have the Browns winning twenty-eight to seventeen. Uh, the Browns' run game is so unbelievably good with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb both rushing for over hundred yards last season, and the Eagles' defense sucks. But I wrote. But Miles Sanders could keep them in the game. Shout out Miles Sanders on the fantasy team. And although they did lose to the Giants last week, I like what I saw. Miles Sanders just came back from an injury. He only had like 82 rushing yards, but they were giving the ball, giving him the ball a lot. And the thing I'd like to mention is that Miles Sanders leads the league in yards per carry. So I think it's going to depend on the Eels' O-line performance. If they want to perform good, Miles Sanders could single-handedly keep them in this game. And then uh, Carson Wentz obviously needs to perform a little better, but it's kind of hard to do that when your wide receiver is like a fourth-round pick because yeah. Jalen Rager sucks. He's a bust. And then, like, Fulgham. But Fulgham's good. 
I think they need to be more consistent. That's all I got to say about the Eagles. Uh, this game's interesting, though, because I feel like, well, Miles Garrett's also out this week, so that's a huge win for the Eagles right there. Um, but I feel Wentz had his, like, first or second, like, bad week last week. So I feel like him coming off of that is going to be a struggle, and they're going to rely on the run game, which they can this game with San, um, Garrett out. So I feel like Browns are going to lose. I feel like Eagles will take this one. I feel like it's going to be like a 24-17 game. Browns put up 10. Upset of the week or no? Nah. Browns took up. Whoa. But just because Miles Garrett, I just don't. So I feel like, uh, well, actually, I might be. Because I'm, I'm debating if Raiders upsetting the Chiefs is an upset. But, I mean, they beat them earlier in the year. So, like. I'd consider an upset. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm not going to use this upset, but we're going to go Eagles 24-17. Browns only put up 10 points last week. Uh, Baker. And then they put up – they had a bye, and then they put up six – what's it called last week? Yeah. So, I feel the like – week before since – It's just going to be – they just – their offense can't get it going. I feel like the running backs can only get them so far, and then Baker needs – they need to rely on Baker, and they can't. So, I feel like Eagles – Because then once, once teams figure them out on first and second down, then you got to have Baker pass the ball. Dude, every single week I've been right about Baker. It's crazy. It's, I literally call when he's going to be dangerous, and he's dangerous. It's so weird. I'm literally the Baker. I decide this game, okay, Baker? And I decide you're going to play pretty well. <laughs> 28 points. I think you're going to do pretty good. So, shout out Baker Mayfield. You know, I'm literally predicting how you play. So, whatever. He, he better be tuning into this podcast. He better know how he's going to play. But uh, speaking of, we were talking about the upset of the week before. This is actually going to be my upset of the week. I just thought Falcons against the Saints. Falcons win thirty-three to twenty-four. Uh, no Drew Brees. I wrote a uh, eye roll emoji for the Saints because if you were a Saints fan, you'd be pretty pissed. But fuck you, Saints fans. You're my least favorite organization in the NFL. Really? Other than the Packers, I hate the Saints, dude. Uh, I think the Falcons' offense is too good for the Saints for the Saints' offense to catch up to, especially with no Brees and uh, you got a running or like a tight end starting at quarterback. Uh, Taysomville has a ma- Taysom Hill has a massive penis though, so he might keep him in the game. <laughs> yeah, this one, like I saw that, I said this could be the upset of the week. I'm gonna choose this as my upset of the week. I'm of the Falcons taking this game, 33-28. It'll be a close game. Falcon, whoa, voice crack. Hello. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Falcons will win this game. I feel like just not having Breeze could struggle. They could struggle. So. Yeah, definitely agree. Definitely, we're both in agreement there. Next game, potential shit fest: Bengals against the football team. Uh, the past five weeks, I've had the football team winning. I don't think they've won any of them. So, uh, fuck you, football team. Uh, I have the Bengals winning thirty twenty one. Uh, Joe Burrow has a solid bounce back week. Uh, I think Terry and Gibson are still going to perform well. Both of them are going to get in. But I think the poor Washington secondary is going to be the deciding factor. Joe Burrow is going to dot them up with A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd, uh, T. Higgins? Yeah, T. Higgins. I was thinking of Richard Higgins and then T. Higgins. The end. Lots of lots of offensive threats. Joe Mixon's coming back, I believe. Is he? No. Nope. Maybe. Damn it! <laughs> but, uh, yeah, a lot of offensive weapons for that Bengals team. I think they're going to dot up the Washington secondary. But Chase Young on the defensive line might be able to cause enough pressure for Burrow to make some bad throws because Burrow is pretty inexperienced. But it's going to be cool. The top two picks in the NFL draft going against each other for the first time uh, this year should be a fun matchup. Yeah. Uh, Both teams suck ass, though. Yeah, so. I was going to say, I'm going to go Redskins this week. I feel like 
Bengals just came off of a tough loss against really good. Hey, hey, hey. That's a racially insensitive word. Oh, okay. Uh, football. We don't speak like football. that on the Outside the Box podcast. Football team. Come on. Uh, I have a football team taking this game. Uh, Bengals are coming off of a really, really tough loss. I mean, you're facing the best defense in the league, but I feel like the Redskins, their defense obviously isn't better, but I mean, it's a really good defense. I feel like Chase Young is going to get to Burrow. I feel like that game is going to be Redskins win that game. Uh, football team. Football team win that yeah. game. 21-16. Uh, that's all I got. That's all he's got. Uh, next game, we got my blowjob of the week. Jets versus Chargers. I have the Chargers winning 47 to nothing. Uh, I think the Jets are a bottom – would it be bottom or top three worst football team in league history? Obviously, the 2017 Browns with Deshaun Kaiser and the 2008 or whatever Lions. I think the Jets might be worse than both of them. Uh, it's kind of weird to say, but uh, if, the, if you're losing 47 nothing to the Chargers like I do – uh, you sucked it. Mm. Uh, I saw this, this kind of like survey, this kind of poll thing on Instagram, and I saw the results, and I was like, "Wow, no way!" But as the weeks have been going on, as the the season's been under under uh folding, uh, I saw a thing: Would the Clemson Tigers beat the New York Jets? And and four, I was like, "No way, they're NFL players." But like, dude, <laughs> how the head the Chargers are or the Jets are. I think it's possible. I think if you take all uh, the best college teams, I guarantee you Alabama, Notre Dame, and uh, Clemson could beat the Jets. Wisconsin, too. Definitely Wisconsin. Love you, Wisconsin. Sign me. Uh, And then for the Chargers side, uh, I said Justin Harris. Not much to say about uh, the Chargers' actual performance, but I'm just going to say Justin Herbert's new haircut makes him look like he's a sophomore in high school. Uh, Looks like that, a doesn't, that was a bad move. I feel like maybe that haircut's the reason they lose this game. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, this, you know who gave him the haircut? It was the strength know, coach of like the team. Had like a military. He's like, Ugh! but uh, I mean, it kind of makes sense. He's a strength coach, yeah. so he's probably like a hard ass. I had the Chargers. This is my lock of the week. Chargers winning this game, uh, thirty-five to three. Just massive downfall for the Jets. I don't I feel like Gaze. I, Adam Gase. Uh, part of me feels like he won't make it through the year, but then the other part's like he's. We're trying to win football games. No, you aren't, Adam. You you clearly aren't. So, Bears just announced that Ryan Pace's job is safe for uh, a what? while. I don't think he's the problem, dude. I don't even mind that. Here's the thing, though. He he's not. I don't think he's made a good move since the Khalil Mack. Oh, uh, you directed Roquan Smith. Oh, that was asking yeah. about. Damn it. Uh, I would say he's a good drafter. But he's not a good trade Kevin. Wait, did he even draft Kevin White? Or was that someone else? No, I think it was Gase the GM then. What year was that? 2015? 14, maybe? No, it was I think Pace has made some decent draft picks. Obviously, we saw Tariq Cohen, kind of later round pick. Uh, Darnell Mooney, he's been fantastic. And we've seen him bring in some great guys. He brought in Allen Robinson. That was kind of out of nowhere. After the Jags' great 2017 season, Allen Robinson decided to not resign. You know, they were one game away from the yeah. Super Bowl. They were literally like 
five minutes away from the Super Bowl. They almost knocked off the Patriots. I wanted them to win so bad. I was like, was it Bortles the QB? Not actually, but like, yeah, yeah. It was a great year for them. That Jaguar team was fantastic. One of the best years, phenomenal. Brought in Khalil Mack. Brought in Robinson. I don't think it's an awful move. That was kind of off topic, but yeah. Next game, we got the Dolphins and the Broncos. So that was your lock of the week. Now I couldn't. That's what Michael Irvin's done. You know that every he's uh, he's gotten a perfect year this year on his lock of the week because he's bet every single week since week one. He bet against the Jets, and the Jets had a bye last week. So he goes, uh, "Oh, who's the second worst team? Oh, the uh, the Jaguars. All right, we're <laughs> betting against them. What a cheese bag! Like my my lock of the week. I'll get into that later. It's gonna be a close game, but I I, I got confidence." Uh, we're getting into our next game. This is not my lock of the week. Dolphins Broncos. I had the Dolphins winning twenty-seven to ten. Uh, I said Tua Tunga Tungo Vailoa can suck me off. Uh, I think Drew Lock just he needs to get his horse cock a little bigger. I think it's just underwhelming a little bit. Uh, but jokes aside, the Finns could win the division if they keep it up. I have this written down. You brought it up earlier. Uh, Dolphins have been red hot. Uh, Chiggs was literally. He said it was a bozo alert on his on the sports TikTok page, one of the worst TikTok pages I've ever seen. Uh, if you see that page on your for you page, block it. Uh, shout out Chiggs. But he he said that Tua is the worst quarterback he's ever seen. Why the hell is he a starter? Well, Zachary Chignoli, that's why he's a starter. Uh, I think he's gotten the three or four straight wins, uh, looking great. And the uh, Broncos are not a good team, so I think that's gonna he's gonna keep. Yeah, Drew Lock might be out this week, so keep it might just. Dude, why is everyone just out this week? Oh my! Dolphins are on a five-game winning streak. That's, I yeah, Dolphins five game. Damn. Uh, Dolphins. Which well, so they were one yeah, and three. three. Fitz led them to two games. Fitz led them to five hundred, and then two has gotten three straight. But uh, yeah. they'll get this game. I feel like Dolphins will win this game. I feel like it's gonna be like that game against the Forty Nineers. I feel like they're gonna win like forty-three seventeen. Just gonna just keep the line moving. Yeah, I agree. Uh, next game, I think you just got to take it one game at a time. Really, right, um, Florio. Because really, these bigger teams like the, the year. Yeah, I literally started that movement. Hey, I started that. You got to get every time you say that, you got to shout cool. me out. But, yeah, uh, but so I think with a lot of these bigger teams like the Steelers and the Chiefs. Um, you're more focused on, like, oh, how, like what's our finishing record going to be? But if you're a fan, a player, a coach uh, around the Dolphins organization, you got to just be taking this one game at a time. And you focus on that one game every single week. You just got to focus on winning that game, going 1-0 and every week. Uh, it's going to set up for success. And, obviously, they've been using that strategy. It's been working. Dolphins could be a potentially dangerous playoff team. Kind of crazy that I'm saying that, but uh, they're going to get home field advantage for that first game, I think. So, um, gonna be weird to see. Gotta be weird to see. But getting into our next game, we got the Cowboys and the Vikings. I have the Vikings winning 23 to 13. I think you got to feed Zeke. Uh, he hasn't surpassed 100 yards yet this season in a game. Kind of fortunate to see, but I think Dalvin Cook is going to bounce back from last week. Uh, obviously, the Bears defense, I wouldn't say shut him down, but I said they, they kind of uh, they muffled him. They they toned him down. And uh, I think the Cowboys are super reliant on Dak Prescott. It's kind of crazy because he's like one of the most hated players in the NFL for no reason. I, wasn't, I didn't really partake in that. I still didn't think he was going to be a good quarterback. 
I'd say he proved me wrong. He uh, he performed well first three weeks of the year. Sad to see him go down with that awful injury. Uh, but they're very reliant on him. Obviously, they've tried out like three different, three or four different quarterbacks. None of them have proved successful. So the team, I think the whole organization, they rely on Dak, and I think they're gonna sign him to an extension. I think they will. I mean, I want the Bears to get him, but. Wait, did they did they put the tag on it? Uh, they're thinking about doing that again, which is dumb. What an extent? Are they allowed to do that? I thought you can't put a, a tag on uh, a player twice. Well, it's a separate year, so I think you're allowed to. Interesting. Yeah, I want the Bears yeah. to get them. Um, who do you got in this Cowboys? The Cowboys win this game. I feel like this could be their. I feel, mm, I feel like this really? could be their step because if they win this game, they're only what. Two games, one and a half games back from the division. They're still not done yet. Anybody could take that division. I feel like, like literally anyone. If the Jets were in that division, I still think they'd have like exactly. a fifty percent chance of winning. Finish eight and eight, and win the division. <laughs> but uh, yep, I have Cowboys win this game, uh, twenty-four to twenty. Another close game, but Cowboys finally get their start. Still don't know who the quarterback is for the Cowboys this week, but that does not matter. Um, safety. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I saw a stat in like week two. I don't know if this still holds, but I, I saw something that was like any team in the NFC East could finish four and twelve and yep. still make the playoffs or it's still win the division. I don't know if that still is a thing, but this is kind of crazy to see. We're getting into our next game. We got the Packers and the Colts. I got Green Bay winning this one 33 20. The Packers offense and Green Bay offense. I think they're going to see a resurgence early in the game this week. Obviously, the first half offense, I think it's Jacksonville. Especially if you're playing Jacksonville. Like if you're playing a good defense like the Steelers or the Bears, you might be like, oh, that kind of sucks. But like you wouldn't be like disappointed about it. But like if you're playing the Jaguars and you have a poor first half, obviously we saw the bounce back. But you definitely want to fix that. And I think the the, the coaches are going to kind of go over that in practice this week. I think they have. And they want to get that offense going better. So they're going to script their plays uh, to beat that Colts defense. And the Colts do have a good defense. But I think the Colts are super overrated. I think the Packers are going to get off to a great start and just keep the ball rolling. I think Philip Rivers needs to ch- retire and have like seven more children, and then he could. Then he could. I think he's got nine kids. He can maybe have thirteen more and get himself a whole offense and defense, or maybe have twelve more and he can run quarterback because you know his ego is just his ego is just humongous. So, yeah, fuck you, Philip Rivers. Fuck you, Troy. Fuck you, Colts fans. I hate the Colts. They're probably my third week favorite. They're one of my top. Week ten probably, um, but uh, <laughs> so at first I was thinking this would be an upset, but then I really looked at it and I have the Colts winning. I don't really see it as an upset because Devontae Adams might be out and Colts are at home and they just beat the Titans. So I feel like they could beat the Titans defense. They could definitely beat the Packers. Um, yeah, the Colts win this one twenty seven twenty four. Another close game. The Colts come out on top. I wouldn't say it's an outrageous take. I don't agree with it, but, you know, I can see it. But fuck you, Colts. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. You know, our next game, I got the Chiefs and the Raiders. Sunday night football. It's going to be my lock of the week. I got the Chiefs winning 42-28. to Patty Cake, Patty Cake, Baker's man is the MVP. Love that guy. I don't think the Chiefs are going to lose to Vegas twice. I think Vegas needs a wide receiver one. I've been preaching that for weeks now. Hunter Renfro and Henry Ruggs are great slot guys. They're great wide receiver twos. They're not a wide receiver one. You need to go get a free agent, whomever it is. Maybe you get a guy like Allen Robinson. Maybe. Maybe you go draft a guy. But um, 
I think the Raiders, if they want to be a legit contender for the division, if they want to be a legit contender in the playoffs, maybe to as a wild card spot to be an underdog and maybe get get some guys or uh, beat some teams. I think you need to get some guys uh, to play offense. You need to get some guys that can play defense well. Because uh, I think they're a good team, they're not a great team. That's that's all I got on them. I don't like the Raiders. And then the Chiefs, obviously, Clyde and Bell, they've been a great – they work well together. they got solid chemistry. And then Patty Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and Kelsey. I'm actually – so I have Patrick Mahomes in fantasy, but I'm playing against Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. So I kind of hope either – got to hope for two things. Either Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey both get a case of AIDS before the game, or I need Patty Mahomes to just suck. I just need the Chiefs' offense to do awful, put up a whole three points. You know what? I hope the I hope the Chiefs win, but I hope they score twenty one points. But I hope all twenty one are comes off at seven field goals, because I I can't have Kelsey and Hill go off on me like that. But I still think the Chiefs are going to put up a lot of points and win this game. Um, once again. <sighs> Don't really see it as an upset because they beat them last time. But uh, got the Raiders winning this game. I'm going to have this as my game of the week. You're going to come down on the wire again. Just like it did a few years ago. You're like Raiders after coming off of a big, big week against the Broncos, scoring a lot. Was it the Broncos, right? The Broncos. No, I played the Broncos. They had a bye last week. The, uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, here, well, you're talking. I don't Broncos. think they had a bye last week. Because I had Jacob. Oh, they didn't? All right. Yeah, but, they uh, did. Big game. Wait, are you talking about oh, the, the Raiders, the Raiders yeah, or the Chiefs, Chiefs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Raiders so, played the Broncos. And the Chiefs' last yeah, game was so against the Carolina. Big game. I feel like the Raiders are going to come down to the wire again. I'm actually going to go with the same score as last time, 42-40 final. Yeah, it should be a high-scoring game. It should be pretty fun. To watch, but we got our last game here: Monday Night Football, Rams versus Buccaneers. The Buccaneers have fourteen of their sixteen games prime time this year. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, but I have the Buccaneers winning twenty-eight to twenty-seven. Suck up game-winning field goal. I think McVay is going to have a great battle with Arians. It's going to be a battle of the coaches. But um, I think nope. Tampa's going to the Super Bowl. Uh, here, here's my explanation why: Super Bowl fifty-five in Tampa Bay, right? So it's going to create a lot of revenue. All the Tampa Bay fans are going to be there, and especially because COVID protocols. Um, you don't want fans from all across the nation coming to watch their favorite team play. You'd rather have a local team, so if the Super Bowl's local, then if all the local people get the runner, <laughs> who the fuck cares? So <laughs> I think they, they're going to control that, so it makes sense, A. B, Super Bowl's in Tampa Bay, so you get more revenue uh, because Tom Brady's playing there. And like, when was the last time a home team played in the Super Bowl at their home stadium? Yeah, it's been years. Well, was like, maybe the Saints did it in like two thousand nine. I don't even know if they did, but it's been a crazy long time since that happened. Um, and I think it's also going to create a great narrative because I also have the Chiefs making the Super Bowl. I know you're not going to agree with that because you're a Steelers fan, but I think it's going to be Chiefs Buccaneers. And I made that prediction week one. I think I made that prediction after the NFL draft. But I think it's going to create a great narrative similar to how it was with Tim Duncan and LeBron James. Or maybe it was Michael Jordan and LeBron James. No, yeah. So Tim Duncan was the face of the league, him and Kobe Bryant, I'd say, in like the late 2000s, early 2010s. And uh, LeBron and them faced off in the finals. And uh, I think the Spurs won. Or no, I think, yeah, LeBron won. And it was kind of like 
Tim Duncan passing down the torch to LeBron James. And that was one of the best finals ever. We saw Ray Allen hit that crazy three-pointer, probably the best announcer announcing performance ever. James back out or Bosch gets the rebound back out that one. His three pointer, <laughs> bang! So we're gonna see a so a lot of people watch that. So I think it's gonna get a lot of people, and especially COVID protocols are, are COVID is gonna make the views down. We've seen that with all the sports, the World Series, the um the NBA, all those things have been down. I think if you get all those things added up together, create the narrative of Brady passing down the torch to Mahomes to be the face of the league even though I think he already is, but it's just going to create like a def- definitive thing. I think it should be a great Super Bowl for the fans, for the league in terms of money, and uh, for me to watch because I love Patrick Mahomes. So, yeah. <laughs> I kind of ranted there, but I, I feel like about that. I don't feel like the Bucks will make the Super Bowl. I just feel like they always go in their spurts this season and when they want to play good, and then they choke the big point game against the Saints. I just feel like they're even though they're seven and three, it's, it's hard to tell. They lost to the Bears. They lost to the Saints. I feel like this game, this game could be a Chiefs. Uh, it could be a Chiefs Rams. Like, like remember that game was like fifty to fifty or something like that. This could be one of those games, but I'm not gonna go with that. I'm gonna go 35-28 Rams. 35-28. So you and the Rams. I have the Buccaneers. Should be fun to watch. That's going to conclude our predictions for week 11. Thank you for joining me, Joe. Uh, We'll see you week 12. Peace out. Peace out. Oops.